You're listening to the Plus Music Podcast with Brian and Nick, where we sit down with artists, founders, video game music composers, and discuss early ideas, challenging hurdles, and how the ever-changing music industry will evolve in the digital age. Today we sit down with CEO and Serial Games founder, Lazaro Raposo. Lazaro joins us from the Azores off the coast of Portugal and talks to us about his approach to game design, game soundtrack composition, and the success of his 2019 video game hit, Akamanosa. Here's more from Lazaro now. Thank you, guys. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, um, well, cool. Let's uh, let's maybe start maybe with start. Uh, yeah, yeah, with one of your titles, the the latest. So you build games, right? That's that's your passion. You build you build video games. Yeah, right? one of my passions, indeed. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you turn that into a career here. So Pekka is a film noir style game. It's like you know, pixel art style. So sort of throwback kind of retro vibe to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's got a real different soundtrack. It's it's like 1940s jazz kind of feel cool. to it. Mm-hmm. And um, so tell us how you kind of blended those two art forms together and, and why you why you came up with that that version of it. OK. Um, again, it's a. Uh, um, a mix of experiences for for several uh, media, from music to movies to uh, books, uh, comic uh, comic books, and so mm-hmm. on. Um, me, um, as um, um, a fan of the noir genre, makes sense to to um, incorporate that mood, that atmosphere. You can. You can see on the Orson Welles uh, uh, movies uh, uh, and bring him uh, to to a game. Uh, also, um, because like you, you said before, uh, as a musician uh, and not just uh, a game developer, I have I guess I, I have an extra sensibility to to <laughs> to the music, uh, to the soundtrack, to the game soundtrack. So uh, I made it clear that the soundtrack should be a jazzy jazzy one to set the tune to 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 set the mood for the game in order to achieve that uh, noir um, atmosphere mm-hmm. uh, that's how i blend the, all this all these uh, things together for sure oh, I now you, you mentioned uh orson in an orson wells film is that maybe where you got your inspiration for, for noir or what, what was like a, a movie or an, a, a particular, um, some, what got you into noir? What made you want to dedicate your game genre to that style? That's a really good, a really good question because mm-hmm. I don't think that's a, a specific moment or a specific movie or uh, jazz records or book. That I don't think that um, as a game uh, director or designer, uh, and also this this works as a musician as well you don't have um okay you probably have your uh, your favorite records of uh, all times your favorite bands mm-hmm. your favorite movie but For sure. when you create something not just games music or movies or when you write a book actually it's the um the sum of all your um experiences as a, mm-hmm. as a reader as a uh, uh, all your influences as a gamer mm-hmm. yeah all, all your influences yeah so i guess maybe like a, a different kind of question is the same thing is why not like 
horror or RPG or, you know, like first person shooter or whatever as like a style of game. Um, so you went you went after that. So the theme was noir. So get it like just mm -hmm. it sort of fit your vibe. Um, and you guys have built several games at this point. The company's built like eight, eight games, I believe. So um, tell us how you how you got into game space. Like what was what got you into playing video games or building games like did somebody give you a computer early on or did you yeah where did it start yeah um yes uh, uh i guess everyone at least for my generation uh we start uh, playing uh you you call it in the united states the sega genesis yeah, Sega. Mm -hmm. Sega Genesis. In in Europe, uh, we call it uh, Mega Drive. Sega Mega Drive. Mm. Um, I grew up with uh, hundreds of uh, hours playing Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, but oh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. But just uh, I was already at university. Um, uh, my my um, academic. Um, uh, degree it's um, computer sciences uh, so as uh, with a uh, computer sciences degree with a musician or music backgrounds uh, or I mean with this uh, artistic artistic background um, and knowing how to code on how to develop software of course uh, I decided to to create games and not um, um, time management uh, software uh, because games <laughs> are more creative, yeah, right. the bookkeeping, yeah. yes. Uh, <laughs> um, because uh, games are more creative. Uh, games is, uh, after all, digital games are software, but they are uh, the artistic kind of software. I can incorporate music, can incorporate uh, uh, the the, the graphics, the visuals. In, in our case of Pekamenosa, it was um, a pixel art. Uh, it was a, a decision. We could uh, we uh, you. There's a game there, uh, L.A. Noir. L.A. Yeah. Noir, it's a, it's a big game. Uh, and uh, mm -hmm. it's noir. It's a noir game as well. But it's 3D. Uh, we decided to oh, make wow. one in, in pixel art. Um, oh. Because of artistic... Uh, it's, it was an artistic decision. Let's mm -hmm. make this in, in pixel art. An artistic decision uh, to make it in pixel art, uh, pixel art. Like it was to make a noir uh, game instead of a nor mm -hmm. uh, uh, game. Mm -hmm. So going back again, uh, since I have this, um, I have uh, my academic degree is in computer sciences, it makes, uh, it makes uh, sense uh, at the time uh, that I, uh, I should create games. Why not? I have the, the, the competences. <laughs> yeah. What, what, Absolutely. Um, what's uh what's your like what's what's a game that's a seminal game for you like the best best game ever that you that like made you want, Ooh, that's hard made you want to make games again again that's a tricky question because there's not a, a specific game i guess it was a lot of games uh, in all um since my uh, uh, childhood to these days and each game in different phases of my life, stages of my life, uh, uh, at the time um, the, they they sparkled the, the, this um, uh, this um, this will to to make games. 
But it's okay. I know you want to to yeah. Give me like three. Give me two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know you want names. Okay. <laughs> One of them was uh, Soleil. Okay. Soleil was for Mega Drive. Uh, the United States version uh, was called Crusader of Santi. Mm. It, it was. Ooh. It's from ninety four, nineteen ninety four. Crusader of Santi. Several years later, uh, one of the games, believe it or not, was Ratatouille, based on the Pixar movie Ratatouille. Hmm. Uh, Got it. it, mm -hmm. it because they achieved very well that the 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 transmedia concept. They 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 just they didn't just um, um, transpose the game the the movie to a game. They add mm -hmm. something to it uh, without. Um, I will say this on virtue, virtue, uh, this virtue on virtue. I don't know how to say this in in, in English. On virtue, mm -hmm. uh, the opposite of virtue. Um, I don't know what the opposite of virtue we, would be. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on the context. But, uh, so, Lazar, okay, I will, I will, I will say another word. Okay, yeah. they they try, they 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 achieve that without wrecking the 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 meaning of the game. It, yeah. the, of the movie, sorry, yeah. without breaking the meaning of the of the of the movie. You know, it's the movie. The game, it's about the movie. You can relate it to it, but somehow they had several things that make the game experiences uh, experience um, completely different than different, uh, like Spider-Man or like the Guardians of the Galaxy kind of newer exactly, games exactly, based exactly, on exactly. the movie. Yeah, exactly. I totally get what you but, mean. But not exactly playing the movie. Yes, that's, that's exactly. It. I'm sorry for my English. I'm not. Used uh, yeah. to... It's perfect. It's all good, man. You're all good. Um, so let's let's keep going. So you know, we're just trying to get to understand like your motivations. You know, and 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 you you're a little different than most. Well, actually, I meet a lot of game developers who are musicians too. Turns out there's a lot of musicians out there. We all just do different jobs for money sometimes. <laughs> Um, but, but you, you play drums and how, when, what came first or game design or software development or music, or was it around the same time? Um, I started when I'm in high school. So technically music, mm -hmm. music came first, but at high school, like almost every, every teenagers in the world, I played on, on a garage band. Mm -hmm. um, I don't. I mean, did you ever think to yourself, God, I just want to be the drummer in a touring rock band, garage band? Or did you never have those aspirations? Uh, like every teenager uh, in the world. With, <laughs> like, with a drum like kit. every kid in the world. Yeah. With, a, with a drum kit in his uh, uh, gar garage, uh, mm -hmm. of course. But um, mm -hmm. when, uh, when I uh, went to university, um, I at the time I was already uh, uh, I give drum classes. Uh, I was teaching drums. Uh, I pay my studies. I pay my studies with music. So I before being a paid techn technician so to computer science guy, <laughs> uh, yeah. I received my first money. I received money first from music than uh, computers. Uh, Excellent. So you funded your education to with become music. a computer software with yeah, by being music. a musician. Now that's inspiring. I, I guess that I at some time in my life I had the, uh, despite living in a small island, it's more diff difficult to live 
exclusively from music um, in Azores. Azores, it's the Portuguese version of Hawaii. Hawaii. Mm -hmm. um, you must check on Google Maps, Azores. It's a beautiful <laughs> Actually, little fun fact, my wife's father is from there. Salvatore Vilverde is um, from, from an island off of Portugal, and I believe that that's the one. Uh, probably Azores Small technically world. are non-islands. Uh, are nine uh, islands. We are. Uh, it's I. I um, it's um, this the 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 this what you just said to me. It's it's not surprising because we have um, uh, we have more uh, uh, Azorians living in the United United States and Canada than in uh, in the Azores itself. We have a lot in the fifties wow. and in the fifties and the sixties. We had a lot of uh, immigration uh, to United States and Canada. You can check. You can check this out with. Uh, we can Google it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was saying sorry. The... Ah, in, sometime in my life, uh, I had to. I had to to choose to, to choose uh, if um, I want to be a musician. Or I want to develop software. It's that crossroads that everyone hits, and were you in your mid twenties? Yeah, Down there. Uh, mm -hmm. But 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 um, I like doing games. It's it's um, satisfactory for me. When I say satisfactory, it's not. Oh, it's okay. It's satisfactory in, in the meaning that it's something that makes me feel alive. Mm -hmm. Like music, music makes me uh, feel alive. But I had, I, right now I have the chance to develop games and play music. Mm -hmm. So why not stick to, to, to both? Probably if I was a musician at full time, it would be more difficult to develop games. Yeah. For sure. Let me, ask you, let, me, let me ask you a question. So um, you've got a few games out. You've got this next game out. The, or this game that's coming out, the Peck, the it's out now, right? Pekamo, Pekamo, yes, it's okay. out now for January, Switch and Steam, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. and uh, will be soon for uh, Xbox and PlayStation. Fantastic. Let's let's zoom out a little bit and let's just talk games, the game business all together. And I just want to get your thoughts. You know, as a game designer yourself, what do you think is next for the industry? Like, where do you think that? that all of this is going like there's concepts of the metaverse, right? There's concepts of different metaverses. There's all those things that are being built underneath us right now. What's next? What do you think we're going? I don't know if, if, if I could answer you, that's probably, um, I was preparing the next game to be rich. <laughs> uh, well, this is a very, no, I'm not saying for, uh, yeah, I get it. I'm not asking you to, to read the tea leaves. I'm saying like what technology, here's a different way to think. What technologies do you think are really interesting and may, might be the future of gameplay, game mechanics, the way uh, users are going to be interacting in this world? Okay. Um, a concept that's it's very, uh, it's, it's not kind of future, but somehow it's already the present but it will evolve of course it's the concept of cross-platforming or cross-platform mm -hmm. there is you you can play uh, the same game with me but you are playing from your mobile and i'm playing from which uh, is so crazy that doesn't exist yet you it know? does no, no, it, no, it, no it, does. It, it actually already no. exists it will be 
enhanced in the future. Mm. It will just be enhanced in the future. Actually, you can play this, but uh, right now I mean, it's... Uh, Fortnite did that. Exactly, Fort exactly. Fortnite was cross-platform. It was just harder to play on mobile, I thought. Uh, that's that's the thing that will be uh, improved uh, improved in the future, uh, but it's okay, somewhat that going. we are working on. Uh, we uh, the industry is working on and optimizing. You you can also talk about um, augmented reality and virtual reality. Uh, these these are, are two concepts that already exist. We know that, no? but for example, um, virtual reality. Is still um, it's not it's uh, did not reach uh, yet its uh, true uh, potential. Uh, mm. We need to keep um, uh, working on, on that. Yeah, I, I I agree. I think you know VR is, is a pretty interesting thing. Um, AR would love to see it work. You know, it's got to be in a glasses form or something in a much better. Um, Organic sort of way. Yeah. What's that? Uh, you you expect to play it on on uh, organic way without the glasses and uh, yeah. yeah yeah AR well AR right now the only way I can experience is it is if I use my phone and it kind of augments it but that's that's kind of a lame like. Well, what would you call an Oculus? That's VR. Uh, God, that's, that's, that's you, you, already, you already have uh, um, Oculus for um, AR as well. You can use. Uh, yeah, you can use it. They blend the reality with them with the uh, yeah, cameras. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you're still really immersed yeah. in it, right? It's not like it's blending your reality, but you're you're relying on the cameras, right? Where uh, exactly? Yeah, you know the, the like. The, the version of this thing that, that seems to make, that'll be the most fun, it seems like, is when somebody gets the glasses piece right. So or if Apple contact. ever comes out and does it, <laughs> yeah. or if, you know, I think we're really far away from from the context. I like that idea, but it, I always wonder, like, in the movies when they're like, yeah, the context will change. I'm like, well, what's powering that contact? What, what what's the energy source that's going to make that thing actually work you know like it's so funny that that's what you think about but you're right i mean shoot like how do you how do you power that you know so clearly in the future there'll be bluetooth um inside of the whatever we'll, we'll stop there but but i agree with you so ar vr is definitely the future it's 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 kind of held true. back by it's held back by the hardware right and yes. the experience um going back to your earlier point of cross-platform stuff um yeah and that that cross-platform just requires the industry to to really work together better right exactly like games are built on unreal or they're built on unity or they're built on game maker or some other form of engine that maybe is proprietary and that makes it a lot harder to to talk to each other but like you see companies like Epic have like Epic online services that are coming out to be able to make cross-platform experiences. Yeah, they, happen, right? exactly. And so that's cool for sure. Um, you know, just from the outside looking in, it seems like the future of gaming is when people are that aren't gamers, you know, so to speak, are playing games in a sense. Like there, there's going to be experiences that will roll out where people 
who don't classify themselves as gamers as gamers end up playing doing experiences that are gamified that are basically a game but the entry point and the necessity for technology to get involved is going to be way less like you know the experience on a phone which most people have a pretty good version of this thing by now is pretty cool but you know it's still still not getting there but i think that that that's one of the futures is is we'll just start to have more interactive experiences blended into all kinds of things you know like imagine being at a football game with vr glass or ar glasses and so many things can be displayed there like you know real time stats. statistics yeah, yeah. stats mm -hmm. over the top of each player um you know like you walk into a business meeting with those glasses and everybody who's there's contact information and first name you'll never have to worry about remembering <laughs> like those are all those are all experiences you know like our lives aren't getting any less digital right so we're we're really in that moment where uh once the hardware gets to a place where we can really use it, like it's, it's just going to explode with opportunity for cool, different experiences. Right. But on the other end of that is like, well, dude, I don't want to be at an event where I'm getting filmed by 40 different people from 40 different angles. And I'm like, you know, cataloged in every moment of my life. You guys ever seen a movie called Anon? I don't know if it's yes, 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 yes. Yeah. And so actually, that... yes, the, uh, uh, it's incredible because I started wa uh, the, the, watching this this uh, this movie two nights ago, uh, yeah. but it was really late, so I, I slept. Uh, yeah, Re on the beginning, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's so, a good movie, man. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you think about like that kind of concept where essentially all reality is 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 now um, captured you know and filmed what would life be like like you can't i mean like lying right like how exactly. does that change the way like shit comes out of your mouth and it can be people can go back and be like what were we talking I got about stuck in traffic sorry I'm late. No. no you didn't <laughs> imagine like you know you have a spouse and they're like actually i just went into the database and you said that on this day at this time so this actually the, already works with them so <laughs> they, oh, can <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they can yeah, remember exactly. everything yeah so i've got a question for you lazaro uh oh sorry nick did you have a point to finish no, on no, no. just i was just gonna say from i'm curious just like what's the day in the life of a ceo for an emerging game company like is do you have several developers and you're at the helm is it just you um what's your what's your company look like and what's what's the day-to-day -day look like for um a company that is moving forward trying to create games for profit Try to, trying to make a, a living uh, you know uh, uh, right now we are um, uh, 11 guys guys and girls okay um mm -hmm. we grew up on the last uh, a lot in the last since 2019 when we started becoming Oza. Before that, the first years of serial games, uh, we we, um, we 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 used to be just three guys. Uh, in the beginning, and was that was just when you me. were making mostly educational games back then. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 
in the beginning was just me. I think it's how of this kind of company started. Eh? They were, uh, with one guy, one fool. That's uh, hey, today I'm gonna quit my job and create a company to develop games. Mm -hmm. um, but we, we m m one of my um, uh, goals was not just to, to be uh, like a, a freelance developer of being all by myself uh, creating games. Uh, it's like it's like being a musician. Uh, it's mm -hmm. not fun playing our own instruments alone. Uh, totally. I, I'm I'm seeing uh, you have a bass and a guitar back there, so I, I understand. I understand you 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 prefer to play with some other guys than playing just yourself, right? I mean, you know, it depends on my mood. Yes, if someone oh, okay, comes okay. over <laughs> and you click, but there's nothing wrong with putting on some Pro Tools and playing the bass of the guitar and making the beats uh, myself. Okay. But I hear you. Yes, if it's, uh, it's 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 more fun. There's a bottle of wine at, at, available. Yeah. It's uh, in a couple of okay, guitars. Okay, it's really I, I, I can with sign with this <laughs> with the bottle, <laughs> bottle of wine. But but um, in the end of the day, or, or uh, after several times playing alone, uh, I think you got to admit we all musicians need to admit that music it's to be enjoyed with more people, not just mm -hmm. ourselves, unless uh, um, we, we recorded songs just and played songs just for ourselves and we, we didn't record, record, record uh, songs, albums, albums, albums. Yeah, so to, you, to, I get it. Like, you, you like to collaborate, like. Exactly, yeah. exactly, so, yeah. Look, at the end of the day, like, some people like to collaborate. They, that's what drives them. And some people would prefer to work solo, right? But um, you, you clearly like the, the, the group aspect and the, and the collaboration camaraderie. Like, I mean, if you're thinking about like, here's my question for you. How, how do you guys start to think through the, the, the gameplay experience and mechanics? Do you guys script it out beforehand? It's maybe yeah, a real basic question that like other game developers. No, are no, like, no. It's, it's a good question. It's a good question. Um, we started uh, uh, every game starts with an idea, of course, but um, um, like I um, I used to say to my students, not the music music students, but I also give uh, a software engineer classes at our local university. And you know, something I, I, uh, I like to, to say to them that the idiots have ideas. In Portuguese, it's more similar. Idiota, idea. Idiots have ideas. Um, but to, to um, shape those ideas, to create something from them, you can't be an idiot. You must be a, a, a worker. You, you must mm -hmm. uh, work hard to make. Uh, your ideas um, viable mm. to create a song, to create a, a musical, a movie, a, a game, to mm -hmm. a, 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 a building. I don't know, uh, but you must uh, work hard, not just throwing an idea and someone someone will will develop it. No, mm. um, we have the, this idea, uh, and that's what a game designer uh, does. Okay, game the game designer. <coughs> takes that idea and creates um, all the, the game, world, the mm -hmm. world, but basically it creates the, the game even before the game is 
created. I don't know if this makes sense. Uh, I mean, mm -hmm. I write in paper what the game would be later. Uh, the the worlds or many characters, the name of the characters, the synopsis of the story, uh, the mood I wanted for the the um, the, the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. I was not a composer, uh, but I set up uh, I set the the mood for the composer. I want the 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 mood to be like this. Uh, you you can uh, check Miles Davis or Art Blakey records to 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 get in the mood what I want to to the game. Uh, for the programmers, the 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 boss fights must take uh, three minutes and a uh, an half. Uh, all these things, uh, how many levels, how many uh, the the amount of damage a boss can can uh, take. All these things, uh, even prior to the development of the game, mm -hmm. they are set. Of course, they are not set on stone. And this mm -hmm. is when the collaboration comes. Comes. <laughs> the collaboration comes. It's okay. I said this. All the team reads the the, the document, and we start the development. The, the the animator and illustrator they create the the, the characters. They animate the, the characters. The, the programmers start coding the, the game, the composer creates the soundtrack, everyone starts working, but at some point uh, of the collaboration, that, uh, this is the, the good thing about col the collaboration, is collaboration sparkles ideas, new ideas, new, new ways of thinking. Um, for example, okay, uh, I start creating this character as you wrote on the, the document, but I have an idea. And if this guy was inspired, for example, we have um, a, a character <laughs> looks like uh, uh, Steve Au, the Yes guitar player, the guitar player from Yes, the pro okay. band. Oh, I'm, Steve Howe, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a huge fan of prog rock as well. Wow. My favorite mm -hmm. genre is jazz. But I'm a huge, a huge fan of, of prog rock. Prague is basically the jazz of rock. The jazz of rock, yeah, exactly. It's, you loud, right? it's loud jazz. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and the, the, the guy, you know, the uh, my lead artist, is is also is also a, also a, a prog rock fan, and he created this mad scientist, uh, and the mad scientist was was inspired uh, inspired um, on Steve Al. Uh, huh. uh, That's so crazy. That's go. good. And me, as a prog, uh, prog lover as well, I... So okay. we'll let Steve Howe's uh, branding agency know that... I'm uh, just kidding. <laughs> I have a question about you uh, in, in, in the, port, like the Portuguese and Portugal's game sort of development scene. What's it, what's it like there? Is there a big booming tech scene or is it... Uh. Portugal is uh, where are you from? Sorry, San Diego. Uh, where, yeah, yeah, we're in uh, California. California, okay. California, it's bigger, several times bigger than Portugal. Yeah, we are yeah, we're, in all we're worse. Portugal is pretty small at this point. It started out. You guys were pretty big at one point in history. You guys, yeah, uh, yeah. You guys had some had some reach. Um, you know, but right now oh, we don't. <laughs> So we, wow. we are we are um, we are a small country. Um, we, do, we can't have an industry like you have, uh, for example, um, or or even Japan. 
despite Japan is, is very small compared to United States, yet bigger than Portugal, but they have a lot of, of uh, population. We are we are just 10 millions in all country. Country and islands, we are 10. 10 uh, New York, I guess, just the city of New York have more population than, than Portugal. Yep. I can yeah, assure this, not, nine by three mile island of Manhattan has as many people as, okay. as Portugal. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, thank you for the... the information of so basically the, the 11 the the 11 people at serial games are basically um the are, are, are all of you on the island or do some people work remote uh we are uh right now we are all all in the island we we had uh, wow. sometime we had remote collaborations but um I'm from here, from, from San Miguel Islands, and uh, it's the biggest island of uh, Azores. Uh, I, um, I, I got my master's degree on Portugal mainland, uh, but I decided to, to, to go back to San Miguel because um, I believe that when you like uh, the, the place where, where you live or where you, where you were born, and you want to help it, uh, grow you must return you return must return and make some something uh, for it um, mm-hmm. so i came back to san miguel islands and i decided to uh, give uh, jobs uh, for uh, people from here because some years ago not many years ago uh, an azorian guy that wanted to develop games um, he, he, uh, he had to, to leave uh, because there's no, no way he can uh, do it in, in Azores. Even in Portugal, we have a lot of talent, uh, uh, but most of them are uh, in the United States, in Germany, uh, United Kingdom, because Portugal is too small. We are just a few uh, game studios. Not as much opportunity there. But remote yeah. working is a, is a thing now, right? So you can... Yeah, yeah. You can you can be it wherever you want, and you can collect a team all around the world. You know, I guess it's more about where you want to set up, bringing it back to his home homeland. Really, yeah. Um, uh, is there surfing? It's too late to the local there? economy. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, what's the next game you guys are working on? I can't. You know, you you know that I can't say this right now. <laughs> we're looking for some inspiration on a game to create. why don't you give us your idea you can, you can give us like a, just a you don't have to tell us the title just like yeah we're working on this kind of game and that's what we're going to be we're doing okay uh, i can, I can uh, uh, it's not about stealing the ideas it's just uh, we work with publishers and we have we have timings to communicate to to tell the world what we are doing next but i can but i can um, unveil a little it's a more yeah. uh, a t- a tactical yeah. game. It's a more tactical game. Strategic. Tactical? Got it. Yes, strategic tactics uh, game. Uh, game. Yeah. Uh, it's completely different from Pekaminoza, not just from from this, but also because uh, it will be a, a live game. A live game. It's a game that evolves daily with the community. Uh, so you play it online uh, every day. You have. Uh, uh, goals to achieve uh, uh, today's goal or this week goal win uh, three games in a row for example or unlock the treasure 
uh, and this uh, makes uh, the player to continuously um, play the game, play over. And over. Exactly, yeah. play play game. It's not the story that you you live it once alone by yourself. I like this kind of games. That's why mm -hmm. becoming also was was made uh, because I I like it. But we this time we try to to shift um, a little. Uh, I don't want to make the, the, this uh, reference to music here because not all bands in the world shifts completely from one record to. It's a little different in the in the tech world, yeah. Like you can, you can, you can do that more. I, I get it. Uh, so real quick, as we as we kind of wrap up, just to get that that was a cool little taste. So thanks for you know. We look forward to seeing that next game. Um, who made the music on on the last title and how do you how do you find your music do you guys make it yourself what's your theory on there as we wrap up here okay um, the music uh, for Pecaminosa was made by Cristóbal Ferreira it's a, a pian pianist keyboard yeah. player plays mm -hmm. piano mm -hmm. Um, I I, um, I know him from several several uh, years. He's yeah. one of my uh, jazz mates. Mm. Uh, we used to play on um, uh, a local uh, jazz club. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> we used to play, um, and he also has a background, um, an academic background on um, music technology. So he had the 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 competences to to not just uh, write the the music but That's also it. to to record it uh, mm -hmm. and produce it yeah um, one thing about the the the, the soundtrack it's that um, um, we have two types of music for Pecaminosa. this is not I don't know how to see this in English I will stick to types but actually he creates the the the, the, the soundtrack and he recorded by himself alone on a way we could uh, use it um, like uh, in the industry we call it a dynamic score what is dynamic score it's like movies that you have the song lord of the rings for example you have a song but when the the, the orcs came in the same song um, becomes it's more more dense, uh, more dense. Uh, mm -hmm. this, the same thing happens in in the game but it's, it must be um, recorded in a very specific way because in the movie you know when the orcs will uh, appear on screen but in the game we don't know we don't know because the player can just stand for one minute and then moves forward or the player can immediately moves forward the decision the pacing of the game it's on the it's on the player uh, side so we uh, Cristovo had to record the 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 song and and break it in um, small uh, uh, pieces small uh, small pieces in order that at any time we can jump from section A to section twenty uh, section uh, F of the of the oh, got it of mm -hmm. the of the song get you uh, depending yeah. on the context after of that, the game after that, you can grab we, that piece uh, of music. Mm -hmm. Sorry, sorry, can you repeat? Yeah, no, he was yeah, just... saying basically you can grab whatever piece of music that relates to the context of the game exactly. at that moment. Exactly. Love that. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
Um, there you go. On the other hand, on the other hand, we 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 um, we choose to make a, a and to sell it on Steam as well. Uh, FYI, as an OST, an OST exactly. FYI, in 2022, uh, our our um, our publisher will release uh, not the game with but the soundtrack, but the soundtrack with the game in vinyl. Oh, cool! Oh, yes, man. there we go. That's I'm saying correctly, well, vinyl. Yeah, yeah, vinyl. Yeah. vinyl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're looking forward to that, man. That's a so yeah, that's interesting. So you guys really think about the way that the game and the music interacts. You you make sure that it's dynamic. Um, exactly. Yeah, like those are the best games that that really just like that you they feel different as you play it, and and it, mm-hmm. and it's not just like a song playing in the background, you know, that's sort of dead next to it. Um, but the soundtrack you you the soundtrack we we have available for the the players and the one that will be released on on vinyl uh, this this one uh, was live sections recorded with uh, a lot of local musicians local living in Zurich we have one from Texas we have one from Sweden we have one from Cuba we have a lot of musicians living here uh, but those those are not those uh, songs we recorded six they are not um, dynamic because dynamically we could not uh, uh, um, put uh, solos on the music uh, for the game we cannot put a sax sax, uh, solo or drum solo because we need to make it simpler in order to make it dynamically so in order to have a really jazz uh, Jewish, <laughs> uh, we recorded uh, aside this this six pieces. That's really cool, man. Well, I I can't wait for the vinyl, and it's been great talking. Me neither. With you, Tara. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, how about we lead us off with one of those tracks? Yeah, Lazaro, you, you know, got anything usually, from usually, the game we can play? Uh, I like old songs, but one of since I'm a drummer, I will, uh, and I'm a huge Art Blakey uh, fan. I will uh, suggest a song entitled "Take Take That, You Dirty Rat." All right, take that, you dirty rat. Dirty rat. Okay, Love best it, of luck. Know. Best of luck to you, and uh, can't really wait awesome to see the chat next with title. You. Let us know when uh, when it's ready to talk about maybe we have it back on and, and chat about it but um good to meet you man same all right Thank guys. You guys talk right. soon lazaro cheers mate See ya.